Hello, friends. Hello. And welcome back to Cool Beans. The second episode. <laughs> woot woot. All right. So for today's episode, we have a very, very special, or not, well, so, special not so special guest. guest who came all the way from his bedroom. Wow. So today we have Kurt joining us. Kurt, uh, why don't you say hi? <laughs> What's up, guys? It's a pleasure to be here. <laughs> um... We have, so we're going to try to have more people on our podcast because it's fun. And so we're going to ask everyone who comes on three questions about themselves. Very important questions. So, Kurt, first question. How do you know us? Well, I have the honor (laughs) of being one of the four children in the family of McGovern's, which means that I am your sibling, also known as your little brother. True. We've known him for a... 16, 16 years. 16 years, approximately. Second question is, how is your quarantine going? Um, well, you see, I kind of have to deal with you guys, so <laughs> next question, please. Okay, okay. <laughs> he just does his schoolwork. That's really how it's going. Um, question number three, what does your ideal Saturday look like, if you could choose? My ideal Saturday, waking up at like 10 o'clock, going downstairs, eating some French toast, maybe going to the gym, pump some iron for a little bit, (laughs) come home, have a protein shake, rest up in the afternoon, maybe watch a light movie. (laughs) Compared to a heavy movie? Can you give us an example of a light movie? You know, something animated, like... Okay, so... Cars or something like that. Okay, okay, Okay. classic. And then night, maybe like, I don't know, go to a baseball game, enjoy a nice summer night. Okay. Get some ice cream, round it all off, yeah. Ooh, yes. Great answers. Um, Well, today's topic, speaking of baseball, Baseball. um, our our topic today is sports Sports. and how you can play them. I'm pretty good at sports. While you're quarantined. (laughs) So, yes, before we uh, give you some ideas of sports you can play... Um, we're going to tell you a little bit about our background in sports, because all of us have played some some pretty good ones. Yes. So, Kelly, what sports did you play growing up? Man, I played a lot of sports. Um, I played softball when I was younger, and I played for like three years, and then I quit. And then I started basketball, which I played for about two, three years, and then I quit. And then I did jump rope for a little bit, so did Abby, and then I stopped that. And then I did dance. And I, oh, I did volleyball. I did volleyball. Uh, dance is not a sport. Okay, well, dance is an art form. Sorry, but I did do volleyball. (laughs) And then I think that's it. We did like a rec soccer thing with our homeschool group, so it wasn't like a competitive sport, but yeah. I, very similarly, I played softball. I did one basketball clinic, but that was like five days. It <laughs> doesn't count. You didn't play the sport. I played lacrosse for one day before we quit the team. Um, and then I played soccer for a long time with the rec league. And then I did jump rope competitively for like seven years or something. And then I did Olympic weightlifting. Oh, I did that too. <laughs> I did that one too. And I ran track and field for two years at college. For Kurt. my story... I started off my sports career in T-ball. I'm pretty good. No, I have to say I was the star. <laughs> it's because dad was the coach. Hey. The coach's favorite. 
after t-ball well i kept playing baseball but then i dabbled in flag football pretty good at that too you should have seen my hip work i was like going all over the place no one could get that flag he was so famous right his picture was in our rec league like catalog like they send out a catalog every year it's been in there for many many years it's actually not in there anymore they made a new catalog and i don't feel famous anymore yikes i've also i've played homeschool soccer which is not different than regular soccer it's just with homeschoolers (laughs) Um, I did a basketball clinic, too. That didn't go so well. And clinics don't count as playing sport. <laughs> I also do Olympic weightlifting and still do that. And before you ask what that is, just go look up a video because it's hard to explain. <laughs> Truth. Truth. And so I kept playing baseball all the way up through all the age groups till I was last season. So, no, two seasons ago. Two, th- no, last <laughs> spring. So I was like 15. And then I quit because I was done. Nice. So before we move on, Kurt has, um, we, want, we want our guest to tell us a story about his time playing baseball. So can you tell us a story, whether it be serious or funny, about an experience you had playing for Walkersville Baseball? You know what? I think I'll give you two stories. <laughs> two stories? Wow. <laughs> wow. One happened when I was a little bit younger. I think I was in the first level of kid pitch. So it would be 10, 10 and 9-year-olds. And I was playing center field, right? And so this kid was stealing second base. The catcher, as normal in that age group, threw a pretty bad throw to second. It went past him. I was really good, so I was backing up second base because that was my job, right? So I picked up the ball. The runner, seeing that the ball went behind second base, went to go to third. I picked up the ball, and I threw it to third to throw him out. It just so happened that my throw was so true, it hit the runner right in the back of the head. His helmet was on, but still, yeah. yeah you, could, you could hear the thunk. He no runners out. were harmed, though. No runners were harmed in the, the making of this story. Yeah, that season our team won the championship, so it was all good. <laughs> Go Lions, I guess. My second story is a little bit more dark and serious. <laughs> So it happened, we were in Tawny's town. We were playing a game on Thursday night. And it was the last inning. I was at third base. Some kid was pitching. We were up. Because that season we were really good, so we were up most of the games. And so he was pitching. And he threw one in there. The batter smacked it right back at him, and it hit him in the temple. He got knocked out cold. He was laying on the ground, knocked out for at least 10 seconds. And after that, he couldn't get up, so he was just laying there instant chaos his mom started shouting call 911 coach <laughs> ran onto the field everyone stood and then just where they were for a little bit and then they just like dropped to a knee like you do in sports you know it was pretty crazy it was the first time anything like that happened to us so eventually a helicopter came and they had to fly him to a hospital in Baltimore and so Yeah, it happened that his skull got fractured. And so the story goes on a little bit, but I won't tell you the rest. Eventually, it leads to we were playing in a tournament later that weekend, and we lost, (laughs) even though we should have won. And we were ahead by, like, five points in the last inning, and then they kind of beat us. It was really sad, especially in light of what happened. But, yeah, eventually... 
he recovered, so. Yes, we're the all kid, good now. The kid's okay. Yeah, he's perfectly fine. It was actually pretty scary, pretty crazy moment, but. All right, I'm so, pretty sure you weren't there. <laughs> yeah, but I was, okay, <laughs> why we told you all this stuff is to show that we are authorities on sports, and not only organized sports, but also backyard sports, and the kind of sports that you can play during this quarantine with your family. Exactly. There's no more organized sports, guys. No more volleyball or soccer or whatever else you might play. So we have some sports that we've played since we were youngins. Good sports that you probably don't know about. So we're going to give you some ideas of sports that you can play Yes. while you're at home with your siblings. That's pretty much all, unless you can have friends over. No, you you can't. <laughs> you can't okay. have friends don't, over. Don't have friends over. Stay safe. We hope you have siblings then so you can play these oh, games. Yeah. All right. Kurt, no, Kelly, what's the first game you can play? The first game you can play is a game called Kick the Can. And so all you need for this game is to go into your recycling and get a can, like any kind of can, and you go and put it in the middle of the yard. And then, then <laughs> you... It's, it's basically like hide-and-seek tag, kind of. So one person's it, and they count, and everyone else um, goes to run and hide. And then the person has to go look for the other people who are hiding, but the people who are hiding have to try to sneak around and then run and kick the can. Um, and if the person who's it finds you and tags you, then you're in jail or something, then you mm-hmm. have to kick the can. So it's, it's kind of like hide-and-seek, but then there's the yeah. added element of running and kicking the can, which yeah. it's pretty fun. So if you're one of the people hiding... You run and kick the can um, and try not to get tagged by the person it. Exactly. Twist on a hide-and-go-seek tag. We've played this game many times at our grandparents' house with our cousins. Yes, they love it. Next game you can play is a game we like to call stickball. Most people haven't played this game, but my dad taught it to us because I guess they played it growing up. Basically, it's a version of baseball where you don't have to run at all, so that's pretty great. Um, and you could play it, we play it on our street because we don't really have any cars on our street, but if you have cars on your street, don't play it on that, play it in your yard. So what you do is you designate three lines, um, in wherever you're playing, and then there's two teams, and then one team is at bat, and one team is out where all the lines are, right, so each line is, like, progressively further than the one before it, and so someone's the pitcher, and they throw the ball in, and the people have to try to hit the ball. But instead of running to first base and second base and then third base, each line is a different base. So the first line is first base, the second line is second base, and the third line is third base. And so however far the ball goes, that is how many bases you get to go. And you get out if the people who are in the field can catch the ball or can, like, ground the ball without messing up and letting it go past them and then instead of running around and actually playing you just kind of keep track of where your players are on the bases and you go around and it's called stick ball because all you need to play is you don't really need a baseball bat you could just use a stick but how we always played was we always had a real baseball bat we always had a um, a wiffle ball bat which is like a plastic baseball bat and a tennis racket so you got to choose which (laughs) which thing you wanted to use and we used a tennis ball instead of a baseball so you know put your own twist on it have some fun. Kurt, do you want to explain the third one? I would love to. <laughs> yes, so the third one. Um, I'm going to go with it. As this one's pretty fun. It's called the two-base game, okay? So <laughs> Plot twist. <laughs> it's not the third one, by the way. <laughs> I, I don't know how to explain that one. Okay. We'll get to that later. This one's more funner. Okay, two-base game. Please explain. 
So pretty much you need to get two bases. Yes, two <laughs> bases. <laughs> they don't have to be like actual bases. It can be anything. A pile of dirt, a shoe. Shoes work really well. And what you're going to do is you're going to designate two people to stand on each base. <laughs> and everyone else is going to be trying to run in between the bases while those two people throw a ball back and forth. If one of the person holding the ball touches you, then you're out. The bases are safe. So it's pretty much like they're just playing toss and you have to try to time it so that they don't have the ball when you get to them. You know, you know what I'm learning from this, guys? The games we played when we were here kind of sound really dumb. They do. Um, That's okay. You know, know. it can be fun. They're a little confusing. But we have one idea that is actually really fun and could be very fun to do with some people. Yes. So, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of the TV show called The Amazing Race. But basically, you know... Great show, great show. It's it's a show where people race around the world and they have to do a bunch of different challenges and stuff. And Mm. when we were younger, we, we were pretty into this show and our cousins were really into this show (laughs) so whenever our cousins would come over or we would go over to their house we would make up our own personal amazing races so So. we suggest that you make up an amazing race for you and your siblings so how you would do it is (laughs) you would (laughs) you would um write out clues so it's kind of like a scavenger hunt and so you put the clues in different locations where one clue leads to the next location with the next clue and at different locations the clue will be a challenge that the people have to complete um so the challenges can be i don't know what were some challenges we had Oh, I it can be anything. <laughs> it can be. They're all one, escaping my mind. What our cousins did was they took a bunch of glasses of water. Yes. And they put the food dye, in all of them, and one of the glasses had lemon juice as well as water. Yeah. And so you had to go through drinking the glasses one by one to try to get the one with lemon juice before you could move on to the next clue. So you could do challenges kind of like that and. You can make it all around your neighborhood. Or One your time, the challenge that my cousin made me do is um, he made me memorize a bunch of different plane models. So, like, I had to look at a picture and be like, oh, that's a Boeing 747. Um, so, it can be anything. Also, shout out to my cousin. He listens to our podcast, I heard. And I heard that during this what? time of quarantine, he And fl- listens to our podcast? <laughs> he does. I heard that he got in an airplane and went for... He, he has his pilot's license. And so, instead of being boring and making a podcast, he got in a plane and just went for a plane ride, which is so cool. And we wish we could say that you all could do that, too. But you can't. So make up an amazing race. Yeah. So that's pretty fun. Yes. And we have a couple honorable mentions. One honorable mention is... We we um played a game that we, you know, called the Hunger Games because of the similarities. <laughs> um we would take LARPing weapons, which my brother made out of pool noodles, duct tape and um what's that called, Kurt? PVC PVC pipe. And so we would take all the weapons and throw them in a pile in the center, which we would call like the cornucopia. And then we would make a circle around it and count down and then we would all run to the pile and grab weapons. And then, like the Hunger Games, we would run around and try to hide from each other and beat each other with the weapons. Yeah, yeah, you know, just yeah. some casual sword fighting. That also do. brings into light another thing you could do during the quarantine. If you haven't ever read the Hunger Games, it's a pretty good book series. <laughs> no. so you could just read it. Reading is great for your mind, for your body, for your health. Okay, 
Okay, yes, it is. but sports. You're getting ahead of yourself. Though. That's we're talking about sports today, Kurt. But maybe we'll have you on again, and we can talk about books. <laughs> Who else are you gonna have on? <laughs> um, oh, you'll be surprised. All right, our last honorable mention is the honorable game of badminton. Yes, you heard me right. Badminton, a game with those weird little birdie things. Not just for old people. No, it's actually really fun. We played it a lot. Okay, so one thing I know about badminton. It's like a really old game. They played this a long time ago, which is crazy. And it was one of those games that the dignified people played. It was like a dignified game. Like, you'd see the more royal people, they'd be playing it in their suits and their dresses. Because you don't really have to run that much. I was just going to say it's not a very dignified game. Um, <laughs> well, the way we play a lot of is lacking dignity. And running. But, yes, yeah, well, We're not dignity. <laughs> <laughs> we're not that's but true. Regardless, it's a great game. Also, I just thought of this game that we used to play when we were little. And this isn't really a sports game, but if you have little siblings, you could try this. Because these games are great for older kids. But if you have little siblings, it's hard. So what our parents used to do is they used to... Well, me and Abby used to do this thing called ice slinging. Which was basically where my parents would give us a cup and a piece of ice. And the ice would go in the cup... And we would just throw it out of the cup into the yard and then go run and try to find it and then put it back in and throw it again. So if you have younger kids who can't comprehend or, like, understand the rules to these kind of games, you can just try something simple like a cup and a piece of ice. Yeah, it could be funner than you think, I guess. I I don't know. So that's... The end of our uh, segment on games you can play while you're stuck at home. If you have any questions about them, just let us know, because I don't think we did a very good job explaining them. <laughs> I don't think so. You can probably look them up. Look them up. They might not be online. <laughs> I think my dad made all of them up, so probably not. Except for Badman. He wasn't He wasn't around when they were dignitaries playing. All right, so. Well, he could have been. <laughs> not that whole. That's really neat. Um, so. The last thing, we are starting a new um, segment of any episode. <laughs> Every episode. Um, we're, that's not... No, that's a different episode. Kurt's you trying... You said you weren't going to do that this episode. No, we changed it. Uh. We told Kurt he was going to come on the working out episode, uh, which got him very excited because he likes working out, and then we changed to sports. Well, we're going to do a real quick side note. No. This quarantine is a great time to start your physical fitness journey. You're at home. You really don't have much else to do. So look up some good calisthenics workouts online. It really, fitness is where your life begins. It, all the great people in the world realize that dedication to physical fitness is one of the key components to making yourself great. So I would just highly recommend that you... You do some fitness in this time. Okay, you know, Kelly, we invite someone on our podcast, <laughs> and they we have a plan, the and they just take over the whole show. It's okay. You know that's what? why he's a not so special guest. <laughs> he doesn't know his place. Fitness is good though. First of all, I'm a guest, and the episode is <laughs> not even about me. Yeah, let's be talking about baseball. All right, we have to finish though, <laughs> so they don't get bored and stop listening. <laughs> okay, back to what Abby was saying. We have added a new segment at the end of all of our podcasts where we're going to introduce you to a saint that has to do with the show or just has to do with what we're feeling. So today's saint is Saint Sebastian, a.k.a. the patron saint of sports and athletics. Yay! <laughs> okay. 
So, St. Sebastian, they aren't really sure where he um, was born or where he um, came from, but he came to Rome and he joined the Roman army. Before we start, this is like, he's a really, really old saint, so he oh, was yes. in like 200s AD, so oh, like yeah. pretty much right after, well, very soon right after Christ lived. Yeah, so he joined the Roman army in 283 AD and he joined the army to help the Christians who were being persecuted by the army. Um, so... Yeah, so he, you know, did some converting, which is pretty cool, especially in that time because there's a lot of persecution going on. Um, and then it ended up happening that he was caught by, I guess, like one of the leaders in the army um, because he was trying to convert people and talk about Christ. Um, and so he was sentenced to death. Um, and what happened was uh, basically he was shot by other people in the army by a lot of arrows. And so like that was how they had planned to execute him. But then amazingly he didn't actually die even though he was shot by a lot of arrows said he was shot like a sea urchin ah like a sea urchin <laughs> a sea urchin <laughs> with all that pokes coming out of it mm. regardless um a woman found him and she helped nurse him back to life and then instead of you know just trying to keep living his life and not die again well <laughs> not get sentenced to death again he goes right back to the guy who killed him and rebukes him in front of a bunch of people for persecuting Christians. So St. Sebastian really had a lot of courage and fortitude um, yes. in a time when Christians were being persecuted and killed. And I think that that's just like a really good example of, you know, fortitude and being courageous, even though we're not in the midst of a war being persecuted. There's still a lot of lessons you can take of like, you know, yeah. standing up for what you believe in, even when it's hard. Um, so after, anyways, after he went back and, uh, kind of rebuked and spoke, spoke against the guy who had sentenced him to death, the guy again says, mm, okay, time for you to die. So this time he beats for him real. to, yeah, <laughs> this time he beats him to death with some clubs and St. Sebastian actually dies in around 288 AD. So, yeah, so that's the saint. One other thing about St. Sebastian, so our homeschool group... <laughs> At least this is what they used to do. I don't think they do it anymore. But every year they do a Sebastian field day. Mm -hmm. We'd go to the park and play a bunch of games and we'd get awards. So there was this one year where I'm not sure how old I was, but I think I was like, there's age groups and I was the pretty much as old as I could be in the one age group. And I was always tall for my age. So I was much taller than everyone He's else in the age giant. group. giant. And so I pretty much won every single event and it was kind of awesome because in the end everyone got huddled together and they give off all the awards and so they just kind of called my name every time and I was like yeah <laughs> all right so moral of the story be courageous don't be prideful like Saint Sebastian and be more like Kurt all right um that wraps it up That's no it doesn't before, oh, okay. before we go I have a couple gems of knowledge to impart on these listeners I think we might have to end the episode <laughs> here, folks. Very first gem of knowledge. <laughs> you only start failing when you think you do. Ooh, I think Ooh. we failed in this podcast <laughs> episode. Second gem of knowledge. If you find, like, a video or something that motivates you, you shouldn't just watch it once and think you're going to be motivated for the rest of your life. Motivation is like showers. 
Do you do that on your phone? <laughs> you don't just take one and expect it to last you for a long time. Ooh, so some people sh- do though, so... But motivation awkward. is not enough. You don't want to be around Motivation is where the dream is born. Action is where the dream takes shape. So you have to be disciplined if you ever want to achieve your right. goals. Enough think, gems okay. of knowledge. Those are great gems, but we gotta wrap it up. We have, really do. Thank you, Kurt, for being on our podcast. For talking to us, for making us laugh, and for imparting your some interesting thoughts. Your thoughts. Yes, your thoughts. All right. Well, that truly is all for today. Oh, he's saying outro music. Just all right. Oh, okay. So we're going to say That's all for now. today, folks. <laughs> goodbye. Have a great life. Peace and stay safe. <laughs> <laughs>